to the One More Verse podcast. This is John Nix, and I'm excited to have you along on this Wednesday, November the 18th, 2015. Today's reading was Ruth, chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. So come on, and let's discuss what we read together. Naomi takes her daughter-in-law, and she gives her a little bit of counsel. She's come up with a bold initiative that she wants her to undertake, and she just loves her so much that she can't bear the thought of her not having a husband. And so she says to her, I've got to do something about this. I want it to be well with you. And so she begins to give her some instruction and help her to understand the way that their clan and the way that the way that God has designed for families to continue even under difficult circumstances. And so she begins to explain to her that Boaz is her relative and because of that she knows where he's going to be. She knows what their relationship to him is. She knows the favor that they found. And so she begins to hatch this plan. She instructs her daughter-in-law to go and to bathe and anoint herself and put on her cloak and go down to the very threshing floor where Boaz will be. Now she tells her, don't just go down there and have conversation. Don't let him know that you are there. Let him finish up all of his meal, let him eat and drink and be merry, and then when he lies down, then you just observe where that is. And then she gives her some instructions that to us will probably sound a little bit strange, but she says, go and uncover his feet and lie down. He'll tell you what to do. Now, we don't have a whole lot of dialogue where Ruth looks at her and goes, I don't understand. Are you sure this is a good plan? There's not a whole lot of doubt about what her mother-in-law says to her. She just uh, accepts it and she says, okay, whatever you say, I'll do. So she went down to the threshing floor and she did just like Naomi had said. And Naomi was spot on. She was exactly right. Boaz had gone down there. He would stay with his crop, perhaps for protection, uh, perhaps just to be with the harvesters. But he was there. He finished his meal. His heart was merry. And he went to lie down on the end of a heap of grain. So under cover of night and very softly, she walks over to him, uncovers his feet, and she lays down. Now, this uncovering of his feet is symbolic. She is basically saying to him, Listen, I want you to do what you are in line to do. I want you to be a redeemer. And this is basically a marriage proposal. So Boaz, resting and comfortable. Uh, this is a great time to be a landowner. It's a great time for business. You've got your harvest. You, are, uh, you know what kind of success you're at. And suddenly at midnight in the middle of the night, he's startled and he turns over. And how crazy is it when you go to bed and you're the only one there and now there's a woman laying at your feet. He's confused by this and he cannot see and it's dark and he's probably a little bit groggy and he wants to know, who are you? He's seeking the identity. He wants to know what's going on. And Ruth speaks very carefully and very directly. She says, I'm Ruth, your servant. And then she makes a request that harkens back to the blessing that he had pronounced over her earlier. She says, I want you to spread your wings over your servant. You are a redeemer. And so he said, May the Lord be blessed. 
may you be blessed by the Lord. He, he, he talks about her kindness and how incredible this kindness is. And so he says, not to be afraid. He wants to do exactly what she has requested. She has said, he says, everyone in town knows what kind of woman you are. They know that you are worthy. They see your faithful service to your mother-in-law. They see that you have forsaken family and homeland and you have come and you have not sat idly by. You are not just hoping for handouts, but you have given yourself and you have worked so very hard. But he does reveal to her something that perhaps Naomi wasn't aware of, or perhaps um, she just hadn't told Ruth about this. But Boaz tells us something that we were unaware of. There is this unknown kinsman, this redeemer that is actually nearer in line to redeem them. He's ahead of Boaz. And so he says to her, I want you to just stay here tonight. I will go, and if he wants to redeem you, then we will do what is right and proper and fitting. But if he is not willing to redeem you, I want you to know as the Lord lives and he makes an oath, he says, I will redeem you. Now go back to sleep. So she stayed, and they awoke very early. I love the way the scripture says it was before anyone could recognize another. If you're not a morning person, then that could be 1 p.m., I don't know. But anyway, before anyone is really awake and they know what's going on, he gives her instructions. He says, listen, don't go and, and, and tell that you came to the threshing floor and that this is what you've done. He said, come over here, and he measures out for her six measures of barley so that if anyone were to see her, he is guarding her reputation. He doesn't want there to, to be even the idea that there was any impropriety. And so he says to her, he gives her these measures of barley so that as she goes on her way, if someone sees her, they're going to think, wow, she got up really early to get to work. And so as she goes, she is approaching Naomi. And you can imagine, perhaps Naomi's been pacing all night. She just couldn't sleep. She's tossed. She's turned. Uh, perhaps she didn't sleep a wink and she's been waiting. Perhaps she just uh, awakened early. But for whatever reason, she knows that Ruth is on her way. And, and she just wants to know, how did it go? And then you know how it is. A couple of gals get together and she just tells her everything, every little detail not skipping anything, all that he had done, all that he had promised, what he was going to do. Perhaps she makes her aware for the first time about this nearer kinsman. We don't know. But she shows her and she says, look, these six measures of barley he gave because he doesn't want me to come back empty-handed. What a generous and kind redeemer this is. And Naomi recognizes and she just says, you just wait. Just wait and see how the matter turns out. But I will tell you this. My dear one, this man is not going to rest. He will settle the matter today. Now, I want us to see a couple of things about this story. This is faith that took some initiative. You see, there are a couple of ways that people look at faith, and we can go to one extreme or the other. One of the extremes is I'm just going to sit around and do absolutely nothing and wait for God to intervene and do something. The other extreme is, I'm just going to do everything myself, and if God intervenes, great, and if he doesn't, fine. But there's a balance. You see, Naomi is not just freestyling and trying to do some matchmaking. She's not just feeling obligated to her daughter-in-law and just trying to, you know, pay it forward and make it up. No, she is operating within the context of what God's word has to say. 
God had given allowances for his people so that those who were either enslaved or were widowed might be able to continue to survive, ways for his people to continue on. And so she is operating within the context of God's word. And although she is taking some initiative here, we see the way that Ruth receives this instruction and she goes and she follows the directive. It's obvious that she's found favor with Boaz. It is obvious that he is a kinsman redeemer. And Naomi is definitely given just a little bit of a nudge, a little bit of a pride. And she is trying to say, hey, let's see if something might come of this. And so this is a bold move. This young woman on an old, to an older man asking him to do what he is supposed to do. But Naomi is resting on the fact that even during this period of judges, that Boaz is a religious man and a righteous man and he, and he desires to do the right thing. She is trusting that he is going to act in accordance with what she's seen thus far. And he certainly does. And he makes this guarantee. And he professes this kindness and you can see the relationship as it begins to blossom and he is eager and he's going to settle the matter quickly. And as we will see in the coming days, this generous redeemer is going to unfold as a brilliant part of God's plan. But for today, we see faith taking some initiative within the context of God's word. What a beautiful story. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. For more information about Vertical Purpose or One More Verse, visit johnnicks.org. I would love to hear from you, so find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the handle TheJohnNix. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.